I'll go start the coffee. I'll be down in a minute. Scooby-dooby-dooby-doo-wop. Pastor and Laura, wake up. Good morning. Hello. <laughs> morning. I should say morning. You could. You could. You don't have to. You're right. You <laughs> shouldn't should. Just. All right. I, I'll still say good morning. Great. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> we are waking up and reading a chapter of the Bible. And yesterday, or I should say last time, because I don't know when people are listening to these, but hopefully listening in order because this is kind of a continuing story with Acts, at least. If you don't listen to everyone, you'd probably be fine. Right? Yeah, well, they'll be online. <laughs> no, well, you don't, it doesn't, keeping up daily, you can just always know, keep going whenever. In this case, the last chapter we read, chapter 21, ended on kind of a cliffhanger. Yeah. And uh, I'll recap it shortly, but it's probably best if you you knew what was going on, because it might not make a lot of sense if you're just jumping in today. Very true. So, if you haven't, you, and you thought, well, I'm just going to start with whatever the latest episode is at the time, you will maybe be a little confused. So, if you clicked on Acts 22 and you did not listen to Acts 21, highly recommend listening to that, or reading it at least before you listen to today's. We'll actually be starting... Acts 21, verse 37, because there was a section that kind of got cut off. Or not, I don't know. Cut off is the right word. But, um... Yeah, the the chapter numbers were not inspired Mm -hmm. by the Holy Spirit. They were put in later so that people could find their place in the Bible better. And sometimes it's very clear why they do it, because there's clearly a distinction between the accounts that are in the Bible. Other times it's a little bit less clear why they did it here. But it seems that between 21 and 22 it's all the background and then 22 starts out with the speech that Paul is going to give. But we have a little intro paragraph before that. I don't know if it's intro or background, but we'll read it and let you decide. Me? Not, not you. Oh. You've already made a decision I've decided... It. I don't agree with your decision. Okay. (laughs) 37, chapter 21, verse 37. Then we're going to keep reading right into 22. So have your Bible out or your Bible app. And you can read along or listen along. And it starts with Paul speaks to the crowd. Yesterday he he had been um, kind of seized by a mob in Jerusalem and then he the the Roman soldiers came and arrested him kind of for his own safety you're gonna like pull him out of this mob is that right yeah and they well I think they arrest him because they assume he's guilty of something yeah for a mob to do this to him well yeah and so it said when the Roman troops saw the city was in an uproar he took the soldiers down and stopped the rioters. So it was kind of for maybe for both. So he's being arrested. 
And while he's being, like, taken to the barracks, they're still trying to beat him. And that's where we pick it up today. So verse 37. As the soldiers were about to take Paul into the barracks, he asked the commander, May I say something to you? Do you speak Greek? He replied. Aren't you the Egyptian who started a revolt and led 4,000 terrorists out into the desert some time ago? Paul answered, I am a Jew from Tarsus in Cilicia, a citizen of no ordinary city. Please let me speak to the people. Having received the commander's permission, Paul stood on the steps and motioned to the crowd. When they were all silent, he said to them in Aramaic, Brothers and fathers, listen now to my defense. When they heard him speak to them in Aramaic, they became very quiet. Then Paul said, I am a Jew, born in Tarsus of Cilicia, but brought up in this city. Under Gamaliel, I was thoroughly trained in the law of our fathers and was just as zealous for God as any of you are today. I have persecuted the followers of this way to their death, arresting both men and women, throwing them into prison, as also the high priest and all the council can testify. I even obtained letters from them to their brothers in Damascus and went there to bring these people as prisoners to Jerusalem to be punished. About noon, as I came near Damascus, suddenly a bright light from heaven flashed around me. I fell to the ground and heard a voice say to me, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? I asked. I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting, he replied. My companions saw the light, but they did not understand the voice of him who was speaking to me. What shall I do, Lord? I asked. Get up, the Lord said, and go into Damascus. There you will be told all that you have been assigned to do. My companions led me by a hand to Damascus because the brilliance of the light had blinded me. A man named Ananias came to see me. He was a devout observer of the law and highly respected by all the Jews living there. He stood beside me and said, Brother Saul, receive your sight. And at that very moment, I was able to see him. Then he said, The God our fathers has chosen you chosen you to know his will and see the righteous one and to hear the words of his mouth. You will be his witness to all men of what you have seen and heard. And now, what are you waiting for? Get up and be baptized and wash your sins away, calling on his name. When I returned to Jerusalem and was praying at the temple, I fell in a trance and I saw the Lord speaking. Quick, he said to me, leave Jerusalem immediately because they will not accept your testimony about me. Lord, I replied, these men know that I went from one synagogue to another to imprison and beat those who believe you. And when the blood of your martyr Stephen was shed, I stood there giving my approval, guarding the clothes of those who were killing him. The Lord said to me, go, I will send you far away to the Gentiles. Section stops there. So. That was a big section. Well, it was a big section, but the first part, you said is background i don't know i said i didn't agree with that it's part of the story mm-hmm. <laughs> he is asking permission to speak to the crowd and the roman soldiers think he's someone else yeah so in acts 5 verse 36 uh when peter is speaking to a crowd they say um, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. This is when Gamaliel is addressing the elders back in Acts 35 of what they should do. He says, remember that there was a guy named the- Theodos who appeared and had all these men rally around him, but then he died and the whole revolt came to nothing. So 
It could be that guy was the one they were talking about, or there have just been a number of these different people that have started these cultish rules and Mm -hmm. dispersed them. So he clears that up and then starts talking. And that's when chapter 22 started. Mm -hmm. With brothers and fathers, listen to my defense. So then he goes and tells his whole story of his conversion, which we already read earlier in Acts. So Mm -hmm. if you were reading the book of Acts or listened to an earlier podcast, you probably sounded pretty familiar. And I don't think I have any questions about it um, because we've already talked about it. So I'm ready to keep reading if you are, unless you wanted to highlight or ask any questions about that Well, there's, there's just always a couple of more details that he adds depending on the speech. I'm not sure if the last one said the time of day, here's noon. I don't know if the last one said that uh, the sound was only heard by him and not not understood by. Yeah, it did that say that one, yeah. okay, but he. I mean, he's retelling the story to different people, and there was also. I think this is when it's added that he was the young man that was holding the coats of Stephen. Where that before was it was just. Too. I thought it just said a young man. No. It did say it was the apostle. It did say, say Saul. Yeah. Well. That's why we keep reading the Bible. Cause <laughs> you, how memory. many cups of coffee have you had? Uh, a third. A third of a cup? Yeah. Yeah, you need more coffee. Well, you're in there. You're on half speed still. Well, it's like I'm just rediscovering the gospel. And yeah. Loving every minute of it. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, cha- chapter 22, verse 22. We'll just read this section that's called Paul the Roman Cit- the Roman Citizen and then stop at um, the end of verse 29 because the last couple verses here go right into chapter 23, which we'll do in our next um, study. So our last section for today, Paul the Roman Citizen. The crowd listened to Paul until he said this. Then they raised their voices and shouted, Rid the earth of him. He's not fit to live. So they're referring back to the very last thing we read. Go away, I will send you far away to the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. So they were listening quietly until he said that, and then they got outraged. So they're pretty still just triggered by mentioning Gentiles. Yeah, you have to remember they're in the temple when this is happening. Yeah, because you said the barracks are in the... They have Mm -hmm. a temple barracks or something. Okay. Yep. So they don't want to to hear about that. All right. As they were... Oh, verse 23. As they were shouting and throwing off their cloaks and flinging dust in the air, the commander ordered Paul to be taken into the barracks. He directed that he be flogged and questioned in order to find out why the people were shouting at him like this. As they stretched... Stretched him out to flog him, Paul said to the centurion standing there, Is it legal for you to flog a Roman citizen who hasn't even been found guilty? When the centurion heard this, he went to his commander and reported it. What are you going to do, he asked. This man is a Roman citizen. The commander went to Paul and asked, Tell me, are you a Roman citizen? Yes, I am, he answered. Then the commander said, I had to pay a big price for my citizenship. But I was born a citizen, Paul replied. 
Those who were about to question him withdrew immediately. The commander himself was alarmed when he realized he had put Paul, a Roman citizen, in chains. And that's the end of the section we wanted to read today. Mm-hmm. And then the next one says before the Sanhedrin. So our next study will be, you know, like no no time has passed. He's the next day. This is all happening. So. Yeah, just a couple of points on the citizenship. I mean, Paul told the commander when he's walking up there, maybe it's a detail that he didn't remember. He said he's from Tarsus which is no ordinary city, which would have been a, it's an actual Roman outpost city that was there. So, well, he says, I am a Jew from Tarsus in verse 39. So he doesn't, he doesn't oh, say I was born there. Assumption. Could have yeah. just, he might have been trying to explain it, but not necessarily clearly. Mm-hmm. But the, the purchase of citizenship. But he was speaking in Greek, I guess. You know, for the commander to come in and everyone wanted those rights of being a Roman because you, you, you couldn't just be tried or convicted without a trial. You could appeal all the way to Caesar. Just your way of life was completely different. And for many of the Jews, this was impossible. Um, we don't know where this Roman commander was, but was able to purchase his way to receive that and Paul being a natural born Roman citizen it was even would even be scarier for this guy because it's not like oh well I didn't know he had bought his citizenship but he he should have investigated and known this so just a very literally just picked him up off the street so how could he have investigated and known it could have asked him. <laughs> well, he's a Jew. He said he was a Jew. He's speaking Aramaic, and the Jewish people are well, hating him. Well, the whole thing is he's amazed. He's like, "Oh, you speak Greek? Oh, you speak Aramaic?" Paul. Paul is clearly demonstrating that he's very educated. Yeah, I'm just. It's not like he's had a lot of time to like go run his prints and That's check true. all of his papers and make sure they've got the right person. They just grabbed someone who everyone's screaming at and started walking him to the jail and then he makes a speech and now they're going to whip him and he says, wait, don't do that. Right, well, you think, you know, it's not like they have to be in a rush to figure that out. I think they talk to him a little bit before they say, well, let's, let's flog him until he tells us the truth. But... They also seem to just believe him on his word, which is kind of <laughs> funny. It's like, you think anybody would who's about to get whipped would be like, wait, I'm a Roman citizen. Yeah, but if he's not able to prove it, then he's probably going to get killed. I don't know what the... Don't want to lie about it? I don't know what the punishment is for impersonating a Roman citizen. Well, at least delays the, punish- the whipping for a few minutes while they... Run a background check or something. <laughs> yeah. I guess he had to go get his ID out of his other cloak or something. Yeah. <laughs> so the commander... The commander paid for his citizenship. And he's... He's... 
alarmed because he put a citizen in chains, he could have some consequences for doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, is, again, if he did that to a Jewish person that didn't have Roman citizenship, no one would care. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm just... I feel like this section was pretty straightforward today. Some some days we have a lot, lot to talk about. Today, I don't really have a lot of questions. Yeah, if we skipped over something you found interesting or troubling and you want to reach out and mm-hmm. get some answers about it, Send me an email at pastoratthespringslutheran.org. Be happy to answer the question. Yep. Tomorrow is chapter 22, or I'm sorry, 23. We're getting towards the ends of Acts here. And we'll find another book of God's word to go through. Yep. All right, well, have a great day. God's blessings. Talk to you later. Scooby-dooby-dooby-doo-wop. Pastor and Laura wake up.